Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hey there, it's Deb, and I'm super excited to share this podcast with you today. And uh, it's pretty interesting as you will listen at the beginning of this podcast, and it's just for a couple of minutes I wanted to let you guys know, but definitely something happened with the recording. And I don't think it's coincidental because I was talking about spiritual warfare and um, but it's kind of funny if you think about it, but yeah, the, it's, it has not happened like this in years. And, uh, there's definitely some type of coverage that was, uh, impacted at the beginning of the podcast, but just know that it gets better. So keep listening, but just know that, you know what? The enemy hates when we talk about spiritual warfare, when we give weapons and when we talk about fighting these battles with God and who we are in Christ, he hates it. So. Keep listening today and just know that the coverage uh, from the recording will get better and it'll be perfectly clear to understand, okay? Have a great day. Thanks for listening. I love you all. Bye-bye. Happy Daughter's Day. You're all my daughters, my wonderful, sweet daughters. I am honored to be your second mama. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. This is Deb with Help Club for Moms. And I am really, really happy and excited to be here with you guys today because we are going to talk about something super duper important. We're going to talk about spiritual warfare. And I love the way Joseph Prince says warfare. (laughs) He talks about it like warfare, you know, in his Asian voice and it's super duper awesome. But anyway, so I am wearing a really feminine dress today. And if you can see me, and I know a lot of you guys are on the podcast, you can't see me, but I'm wearing my flower little earrings today in my feminine little dress because what you, what you can see is that I'm feminine today, that I'm a girly girl, but what you can't see that the enemy can see is that I'm wearing my armor, my helmet of salvation, my breastplate of righteousness, <laughs> my shield of faith, my sword of the spirit, my belt of truth, and my boots of peace. What you can't see that the enemy can see is my position in Christ, that I belong to Jesus, and that I have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living inside of me. And so while you can't see that on the outside, just like I can't see all those things on the outside of you, you have them and the enemy sees them. And we're going to talk about this today because it is super powerful. Ladies, we need to be talking more about spiritual warfare because, you know, uh, well, I don't want to spoil any surprises, but I've got some really great things to say today. So you're going to be really, really glad that you were here today. Please share this video or the podcast. I'd like to say hello to all my podcast friends and all of our friends on YouTube and everyone joining from the Help Club for Moms online group. I want to say hello to all of you guys today and um, share the video with your friends. You know, I found this course that I went through last year uh, called Divine Intelligence that really changed my life. But I found it because somebody shared it on Facebook. And so share this video on Facebook because you never know which one of your friends needs to get victory in their life, right? Needs to know about the victory that they possess as a Christ follower. And so we're going to talk about that today. So as you're coming on, I want you guys to say hello and hi, Elizabeth and Michelle and Abigail and Diana. So good to see you. Good to see you guys. Okay, so I would like to hear from you today. Could you please tell me? 
any area of your life where I could pray for you. Just leave us a prayer request. Not only will our prayer team be praying for you, but uh, I will pray for you as well on this video at the end. So just leave me a little prayer request. And uh, and Michelle, could you share this with the online group just in case it's not posting in there? I can't tell. I think it's posting in there today. Sometimes uh, it gets a little wonky, but if it's not in there, go ahead and share it. Okay. All right. So let's open up in prayer today. Lord, thank you so much that you have given us weapons that are not of this world. You have given us weapons that have the power to demolish strongholds in our lives and the lives of our family. You have given us weapons that uh, we can just go through life and live in a peaceful state, resting in Christ, because you are going to fight our battles for us and you have equipped us and you are with us. And Lord, what a gift to have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead and seated him above, above all of the dominions and everything in the spiritual realm. Lord, you seated him uh, uh, way up high above everything. And Lord, we have that same power in us. So Lord, I pray that today you would give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation that we would know you better that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened, that we would know the hope to which we have been called, the blessed inheritance of the saints, and this incomparably great power for those of us who believe. God, we need a revelation from you today. We need it. We need you to show up. Lord Jesus, they don't need me. They need you. So Holy Spirit, come, come into each of our homes right now or wherever we're listening. Lord, whether someone is listening to the live video or the podcast or on YouTube or in the online group, or Lord, if they are uh, listening to the recording, whatever it is, God, I pray that you who are outside of time would make it as if we're all together sitting in the same room, uh, talking and praying together. God, you are outside of time, so you can make it to where someone who is watching the video will get the same effect as someone who's watching live. So, Lord, we invite you in. We invite the power of the living God into this time. Come, Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts. Bring the right people to this video and the podcast who need to see it or listen. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. All right. Are we ready to talk about spiritual warfare? (laughs) Okay. Let me read you a wonderful scripture. I have a lot of scripture for you guys today. So grab your Bibles. Okay. Okay. So the first one I want to start off with is Ephesians 6 verse 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. Okay. Let me stop right there. You can think, and it's very easy to think that someone is against you. But I'm telling you guys, yeah, that person could be against you because they're flesh, right? And we're all, we all have a fleshly side. We all have pride. We all have wounds. We all have so many things uh, that can cause us to go against someone else or to hurt someone. But you really need to know you're not fighting against them. You're fighting an unseen battle. Uh, You're fighting a battle against an unseen enemy. Okay. So it says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Okay, so right there, that should cause you to give people grace who are your enemies 
or who are upsetting you or who have hurt you, or uh, it should cause you to pray for those people, to give them grace because you're not fighting against them. Yes, like I said a minute ago, you're fighting against their flesh probably, but you're not fighting against them. These are war that the enemy is waging against you. And you need to know something, ladies. The enemy hates what you're doing. He absolutely hates it. He hates your Christian home. He hates the fact that you are in Help Club for Moms, that you are learning about the Bible, learning about God, learning how to pray. You're learning the power and the authority that you have as a believer, right? You're learning how to be strong. You're learning how to overcome spiritual warfare. You're learning how to disciple your children. He hates you being in Help Club, number one. He hates you being having a Christian home. He does not want you to raise up children for God. He wants you to lose ground, not take it. But what we're doing in our homes, ladies, and you need to get this, okay? And it really does take the Holy Spirit to get it. Uh, what you're doing in your home, um, you're taking ground for the enemy. And so you are public enemy number one, and you are going to always have spiritual warfare, okay? You're always going to have it. It's a fact of life until we get to heaven. No matter who you are, no matter how strong your faith is, you will always have spiritual warfare, but you have to remember that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world, and you are not powerless. You have weapons, and so let's talk about all of that today. But before I do, I forgot I need to make a few announcements. Just in case you're new to Help Club, we are going through the Wise Woman Abides book. Yes, yes, Facebook user, so easy to think. And, and leave your name if you're joining us from the online group so I can see who you are, okay? Because um, I'm using a streaming system and the streaming system won't, doesn't show us um, their names unless you go to StreamYard, which is a little tip if you want to do that and you don't want to have to deal with the whole Facebook user thing, go to StreamYard.com and then you could like sign up and give them, they just have to have permission because you're in a private group. So it's so crazy, but okay. I'm sorry. This is a little tangent, but I'm really happy that I get to go. Think about this ladies. Think about technology for just a minute. I am recording a podcast. I am on YouTube. We are in our help club for moms online group and I'm on the help club for moms main page. Is that the craziest thing ever? I'm like at four places at once. <laughs> and so anyway, so that's why it's a little goofy uh, and you see Facebook users just so you know. Okay. So we are doing a book called the wise woman abides this semester. And uh, we are only a few weeks in and this book is super thick and it will take you all the way through new year's and you will love it. Okay, it, it has Christmas devotions for you, Thanksgiving devotions, New Year's devotions, mom tips, everything, uh, and it will help you to have a great holiday season. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, I want you to note our schedule at Help Club, okay? So here's the schedule right here. And this says September, but it's the semester events, okay? So Mothering Mondays, that's what we're doing right now. And it's Monday morning at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Then uh, to... Uh, Prayer Request Monday in the Help Club for Moms online group on Facebook. I highly recommend joining that group. Uh, in that group, we have a prayer request thread and you can get prayer from our prayer team uh, in that group. Okay. And then Mom Tips Tuesday is, is on our podcast with me and Crystal Porter doing the mom tips and giving ideas. It's fantastic. She's a young mom of five kids. I'm an older mom and we really share our ideas and what works and what is helpful for building a Christ-centered home and having a better marriage, a better relationship with your kids. And then uh, every Tuesday in the Help Clever Moms online group, 
And one Wednesday a month is something we do called bedtime prayers. And we pray over all of the prayer requests from Monday, but then we also pray over everyone who is joining us for bedtime prayers that night. And uh, it's amazing. These bedtime prayers are great. And so tomorrow night at eight, at uh, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, we have bedtime prayers. And then Wednesdays on the Help Club for Moms uh, Facebook page, we have Worship Wednesdays with Jen. If you guys want to change the atmosphere of your home, her worship is so beautiful and she speaks scripture and she prays. And I'm telling you, listening to Jen's worship music is a game changer for your day. And then Thursday in the online group is Q&A with Amanda. And it's just different tip, different ideas that we can exchange with each other in the Help Club for Moms online group. It's a fantastic group. So be sure to join it. And then also subscribe at helpclubformoms.com. And Michelle's going to put that link up there, but be sure to subscribe because, um, you know, things change all the time and you never know um, when something could change on social media and we might not be able to have our group or something. And so honestly, we've been thinking ahead about this, this whole thing and uh, we feel like maybe our first step is to get everyone to subscribe to the website. That way you will be sure to keep up with what we're doing, where we're going, everything that we're doing. And, uh, and it won't be affected by social media. You'll get everything straight from our website. Okay. And then subscribe to our uh, podcast as well. Okay. All right. So now let's get going. Sorry guys. <laughs> My mic is acting kind of crazy today. All right. So the Bible talks about do not be surprised at the fiery trial that you're going through. It's true. It has been said before that you're either going into a trial, in the middle of a trial, or coming out of a trial. <laughs> and there's just a part of life. And Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And I know that can seem a little like, down or Debbie philosophy, right, Deb? <laughs> My name is Deb, but um, Jesus said that, and I am definitely a half full kind of girl, and I don't like thinking about sad things or depressing things, but I think sometimes it might bring us a little bit of peace knowing that everybody goes through spiritual warfare. You know, the word even says that your brothers and sisters around the world are enduring the same trouble. You know, we all have trouble right? All of us. And so no one escapes it. You, There's no way you can be a perfect Christian to where you won't have trouble. Chances are you might have a little bit more trouble because you're taking ground for the enemy. So just know that trials, tribulations, and spiritual warfare is a, is a, a part of life. Okay. So, um, so I do want to talk to you about a few things and I have some personal stories I'm going to tell you about, but I have some things I'm going to talk about, about the enemy and about the spiritual realm. And then I have some tips at the end that I'm going to give to share with you on all of this. So number one, ladies, I want you to know your enemy. Okay. Know your enemy. And the Bible says that he comes, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And, you know, I think that, um, I think I might want to write something on version because we have a lot of version Bible app plans. And I think I might want to write something for women that are my age, because um, I think it can be easy to get tripped up when you're older. Like you might not be tripped up to 
be able to uh, like cheat on your husband or something horrible like that, but you could get tripped up to lose your faith a little bit. Like if your life didn't turn out exactly the way you wanted, or um, maybe you've been hurt or maybe you've lost a loved one or something. I think women that get older, it could be easy to lose your faith. I I, I have uh, several friends that they say that their mom's uh, their faith is not as strong as it was when they were younger. And that makes me really sad. But we have to continually encourage one another in our faith. And we have to keep going until God takes us home. Because guys, this world is not our home. And um, the enemy will want to steal your joy. He will want to steal your faith. Um, he'll want to steal your passion. But don't let him, okay? Just don't let him. He He's not as big as you think he might be. It's a big God, little devil, right? Big God, little devil. Okay. I can't even make it small enough compared to the big God. Okay. And uh, that's the God that we have. And so stay standing strong in your faith. Pray for your parents as they get older, that will, that they will stay strong in the Lord. I, I was watching this amazing movie and I highly recommend it. It's by, um, it's called The Case for Heaven by Lee Strobel, and it was fantastic. And it showed, it had a scene, and I think I talked about it last week on the video, but um, uh, Luis Palau, he interviewed Luis Palau uh, for The Case for Heaven, and Luis Palau was dying of cancer. I think it was cancer. I don't know. Wait, I don't want to say what he had, but he was dying, and um, Lee talked to him. And Luis told him that the enemy had been to him and was tempting him to lose faith at the end of his life, not lose faith, like go to hell or anything, but to feel afraid of his eternal destination and that his name isn't in the land. You know, he's not really saved and none of his work mattered. And that's the enemy. Guys, we need to be praying for your parents your grandparents pray for people as they're on their way to be graduated to heaven. If they're believers and if they're not believers, pray that God will speak to them. The angels of God will go and speak to, to them and be protected from spiritual warfare as they're dying. And if Luis Palau, who is an amazing Christian man, uh, had trouble before he passed, can you imagine like a person that doesn't have Jesus? And so I just think that we need to be aware that the enemy is trying to steal our faith. He is trying to steal our passion, but he's not going to win. Okay. So know your enemy he wants to steal, kill and destroy. And he lives in the second heaven. Now, let me tell you a little bit of something about heaven. So there is a first heaven, which is our world, a second heaven, which is where the demons and the angels live are, are I don't know if angels live in heaven, but it's the spiritual realm where battles take place. And I'll, I'll read you a story about Daniel in just a second. And then the third heaven where God lives. Okay. And so I think it's really, really interesting to think about these three heavens because, um, you know, in the Bible, we can see a vivid example of spiritual warfare in Daniel chapter 10. And I'm going to go ahead and read the whole chapter. And today's video might be just a tad bit uh, longer today, but um, I'm going to tell you that it will be worth listening to. Okay, so uh, Daniel chapter 10, verse 1. In the year, third year of King of Cyrus, king of Persia, a revelation was given to Daniel, who was called Bel Belshazzar. Its message was true, and it concerned a great war. 
the understanding of the message came to him in a vision. At that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my lips, and I used no lotions at all until the three weeks were over. So he fasted for three weeks. On the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, the Tigris, I looked up and there before me was a man dressed in linen with a belt of finest gold around his waist. His body was like chrysolite, his face like lightning. It was an angel, you guys, and or Jesus. It, I've read a couple of different things about that, but his body was like chrysolite, his face like lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and his voice sounded like the sound of a multitude. <laughs> I, Daniel, was the only one who saw the vision. The men with me did not see it, but such terror overwhelmed them that they fled and hid themselves. So I was left alone, gazing at this great vision. I had no strength left. My face turned deathly pale, and I was helpless. Then I heard him speaking, and as I listened to him, I fell into a deep sleep. My face fell to the ground. <laughs> my face to the ground. A hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said, Daniel, you who are highly esteemed, consider carefully the words I am about to speak to you and stand up for I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. Then he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard and I have come in response to them. But get this. So the angel was on his way as soon as he started to pray three weeks prior. Okay. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. That's spiritual warfare in the second heaven. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. <laughs> so Michael came down to fight that angel over the king of Persia, over the, um, <sighs> over the, um, that is interesting. Hold on. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. So he was fighting demonic forces. That's what was happening. Now, I have I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future for the vision concerns a time not yet. So then the next thing he said, um, I'm just going to go on down to verse. Um, you should read it later, but I'm going to go to verse 20. And he says, so he said, do you know why I have come to you? Soon I will return to fight against the prince of Persia. And when I go, the prince of Greece will come. So there is another principality of Greece. So there are demons over nations and countries. And um, that's in the second heaven. And so Daniel was praying for three weeks. He was fasting and praying. And um, the angel was on his way, but he had to fight against a demonic force of that region to get there. Isn't and he had to go back up in heaven and grab Michael. So anyway, that's just so crazy to me to think that a, an angel has to go grab another angel to fight. But you know, God made the angels, and um, and it's pretty incredible to think someday we'll get to see them. But just know that there is a spiritual battle going on. But you do have God on your side. You have angels on your side. You have the power of God inside of you. You have so much. So number two, I want you to know your power. Okay, so know your enemy. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and know your power. Okay, let me read to you um, uh, 1 John 4, verse 4. Oh, here it is. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them 
because he who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And let me read to you Ephesians 1, 18 to 23. Listen to this amazing scripture, you guys. Ephesians 1, 18 to 23. I love this passage for so many reasons. This passage, you could spend a year in this passage, diving into all the words, diving into the meanings. And just even one little aspect of it that I love to talk about is the fact that the Apostle Paul wrote this and he said, I pray several times in it because he wants us to know that we have to pray to even understand our position in Christ. We have to pray to understand the love of Christ. He says that in Ephesians 3. And we have to pray to understand the power that's living inside of us. So let me read this to you, okay? Uh, 1 John 4, 4. 1 John 4, 4. Thank you, Alexis. Okay, so this is Ephesians 1, 18 to 23. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glorious of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe? These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And guys, I just want to tell you guys that um, this this passage is so powerful because you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you and you have the same power that not only raised Jesus Christ from the dead, right? He raised Lazarus from the dead. It's not just that power. You have the power that also seated Christ above everything in this age and the next age. I mean, it is so unfathomable to think about the fact that you have the power of the living God inside of you, that power that put Jesus above everything, the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. It, uh, man, there's so much in this scripture passage, um, the same power that Jesus gave, Jesus had that dominion over the enemy. He won over Satan once and for all. He won over the devil. And guys, that is what is alive in you. And so I think that we need to think about our lives differently. I honestly think, so I had a little picture um, a couple weeks ago. I was praying and I got this picture in my mind. And I asked God to show me how he sees me. And he put a, at that moment I was praying and, and I saw him in my mind putting a royal robe on me with a royal crown. And he said, Deb, I want you to, to act like royalty because you are. And my friend, because you are a daughter or a son of the most high God, you are royalty as well. You are a son or a daughter of God, which makes you a prince or a princess. You're royalty. And royalty acts a certain way. Royalty is not uh, fearful. Royalty knows who they belong to and the power of the king. 
Royalty does not have to fight their own way or prove something or win arguments because they are content to know that the king is their father. And ladies and gentlemen, you have the king of kings as your father. So act like you're royalty. Don't make the devil so big in your mind that you can't live as royalty and be strong. Does that make sense? He is a small devil, big God. All right. And so Jesus wants you to know that. He wants you to know that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Okay, now let's talk about your weapons. So the next thing is to know your weapons. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 4. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 4. Listen to this, you guys. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Isn't that amazing? And I love verse five. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I love how the New American Standard says that we we take our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. And uh, it's a big deal what you think about, ladies. It's a big deal. And that is where the enemy will wage war is in your mind. He wages war right here in your mind, in your husband's mind, in your children's mind, in your friend's mind, in your family's mind, in your mom's mind, your dad's mind, whoever it is that's driving you crazy and coming against you. He is waging war in their mind and the devil is waging war in your mind. And so we have to give our thoughts to the Lord. We have to continually examine our thoughts and give them to God and just say, Lord, is this a thought from you? Am I believing a lie about this person? If you are having trouble with someone, just know that you can take those thoughts that you have about someone and you can um, you can win the war by giving those thoughts to the Lord and asking him for help to help you think true thoughts. And um, my husband and I, uh, we've been thinking a lot about aging and how we want to live the rest of our life. So we're 56 and at 55, my husband will be 56 soon. And, uh, we're thinking about how we want to live out the next season and the, you know, the last season of our lives. And we came up with a motto and, uh, or life vision, I guess, if you want to say, and it says that, uh, aging with gratitude is a fruit of abiding that everyone can enjoy. And I'm going to talk about gratitude in just a minute, but that's an example of how you can change your thoughts. Aging with gratitude is a fruit of abiding, which means staying close to Jesus, that everyone can enjoy. And you want your thoughts to be filled with gratitude and joy and trust so that You can live a life that people will point to that shows them Christ. You want to be so grateful for what God gives to you that you won't be contentious and envying and jealous. Those are the sins of the flesh. The Bible talks about envy and jealousy uh, and strife and rage and all that stuff. And it's not what we want, ladies. 
Do you know that the Bible says that envy rots the bones? Now, who wants that? Osteoporosis is bad enough. I don't want envy to rot my bones. I don't understand how all these things work. And I don't understand why children get sick either. My husband's always like, you know, I don't understand why are children born sick? You know, we don't understand. We do live in a fallen world, right? But there are things that we can do. I think maybe, maybe I'm wrong. That could also make you sick. I know worry makes me sick sometimes. And when the Bible says envy rots the bones, I don't want to have anything to do with it. And so as I'm leading you into your weapons that you have, that God has spoken to me about which weapons that we have, I want you to know that your thoughts are big. It's a big game changer. And we wrote that joy challenge for moms. If you haven't done the program, it's like $8.99 on Amazon. And you get these free videos from Tommy Newberry, who's a joy coach. I highly recommend them because uh, your thoughts are important. And as you think about you bring what you think about, you bring about and uh, stinking thinking is a thing. And if you are thinking negatively about a child or about your situation, or if you're thinking about how so-and-so has things so much better than you do, you are having stinking thinking and it's not going. It's that's that's thoughts according to the flesh. That's not thoughts from God. And so always asking God to help you to think true thoughts, Philippians 4, 13, uh, Philippians 4, 8, you know, whatever is true, noble, right, excellent, praiseworthy. Think about those things. Those are the things that are so important, ladies. Your mind is so important. Ask God to help you to think true thoughts. You know, every day my husband and I put on the armor of God and I asked him today and I go, you know, we do it twice a day. We just put it on. Right. And I said, why do you, why do we put on the armor? I mean, he leads us in that prayer and I know why we do it, but is it like, does God say you have to put on the armor? And he goes, no. I mean, he tells you to put it on in the scripture, but it's not like if you don't have on your armor one day, you're not going to be able to fight battles. Right. But what my husband said today was being aware of the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, sword of the spirit, belt of truth and boots of peace is powerful and it will help you to stay grounded in Christ. You know, just thinking about the boots of peace that you want to bring peace in your home. And so you're going to think thoughts about your children and your husband that would bring your own soul peace instead of thinking, Oh, my husband, you know, he watches sports or he, he, he doesn't help me around the house. You can think about with gratitude, like what I was talking about with me and my husband, what does he do right? What does your husband do right? Because when you're thinking good thoughts about your husband, you are wearing those boots of peace. And that's part of your armor of God. Does that make sense to you guys? Shield of faith that even if you're coming up against something that looks hopeless, that shield of faith will carry you through. The shield of faith is believing that God will help you through whatever you're going through in your life. That's part of the armor. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. We're going to talk about that in just a minute, but speaking out the word. But guys, I'm just telling you, it's important to obey God's word. It's important to do what God tells you to do and to realize your position in Christ that you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, that you have the power of the living God, that you're not a weakling. And uh, so then now let's go on to our weapons. So I will tell you that uh, the name of Jesus is a weapon. And I have personal experience with this. So, you know, (laughs) uh, three nights ago, or maybe four, I was sleeping and I awoke 
And uh, this doesn't happen very often. And it really makes me mad that it even happens, but it does. But um, I awoke and I felt something pushing on my chest. And it was pushing me down, down, down into my mattress. And I felt it and I stood up out of bed and I stood there and then I felt something pushing on me. And I know this could sound crazy to you guys. Okay. And I don't know how that works. Like, can the enemy touch you? Can he not touch you? All I know is in that moment, whatever was happening, whether he was really touching me or not, it felt like it. Okay. Felt like that was happening. And you know what I did? I stood there. And I said, Jesus, help me. I plead the blood of Jesus over this room, over myself, my husband, my house. Jesus, help me. And I said, Satan, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go. And I went back to sleep. But I woke up that morning and um, at 3.30 and it really rattled me. And I was praying and I had our group at this uh, church that I love that I go to. And I went and met with this pastor at that church. And this pastor is amazing. He was in the military and uh, he was like special forces or something. And he's a really tough guy. Let me tell you, he is a tough guy. And uh, and I, I mean this with all love. But uh, if you have a crazy person, you bring them to this pastor at our church. <laughs> and crazy person, meaning uh, someone that's demon possessed, acts crazy. Right. And there are demon possessed people. There were demon possessed people in the New Testament. You can read about them. There's demon possessed people today. I think there's a lot of homeless people that are demon possessed. Um, it's really sad. There's a lot of people that can be demonized, uh, demon demon oppressed, you know, um, demon affected by demons, you know, Christians are affected by demons, but, um, anyway, they can't be demon possessed because God possesses them. So (laughs) no way. But anyway, so I went and talked to him that next morning and I was like, you know, pastor, I'm, I'm really pretty rattled by this dream. Why is it that I had this dream? I I'm a Christian. I worship. I mean, uh, I, I love the Bible. I'm, I'm, you know, and he said, Deb, he goes, you are taking ground for God and you are an enemy of the, of Satan. And so of course he's still going to, to try to come against you. And so, uh, he told me some stories and actually he's going to be on our overcomers series. And if you've ever heard our overcomer series, it's supernatural things, uh, that happened to moms that we know. And one of them was a missionary. The first one, you can go back on our podcast and listen, but one of them was a missionary and she saw God just do miracles. And then, uh, last week was a supernatural relocation, which means, um, you know, just moving from somewhere to somewhere, but God, she talked about the signs and things that God gave to her and all the miracles that he did. And guys, I'm telling you, we can either give credit to God or we can give credit to chance. And it just so happened. No, I I would, wouldn't you rather give credit to God for something than chance? I think God orchestrates the events of our lives. And I think that we live in a fallen world and bad things happen to us. And we have an enemy that's against us, but we are doing this series on overcomers and we're talking about supernatural things because they're things of God, right? And anytime God gets involved in our lives, it is supernatural. It is, it is incredible that the God of the universe would get involved in our lives, right? And he does because he loves us. So anyway, we just don't want people, we want to give credit to God and not chance, right? Just so happened or, you know, coincidence. We want to give credit to God. That's why we're doing these overcomers, but you would love them. So listen to them on the podcast. But 
But this pastor said, Deb, you, you're going to be attacked. And, and he told the story of being on a plane and uh, he was a special forces and they were taking off on a plane. And the if the plane, so the plane went to take off and it had something that went wrong and uh, it, they were going to crash. And the guy that uh, was giving the orders, like there's this term that they use if, if when you take off and something went wrong, this one thing, they need to say it so the pilot will do something different, right? But he couldn't get it out. And he was a Christian and he said, Jesus, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help us. And this pastor said, the plane, it was like they hit a force. I think they were on a on an aircraft carrier. So they would have gone off in the ocean and the plane hit a force and stopped right then and there. He told that story. And then another time he tells the story of he was on a plane and they were getting fuel on the plane. Like there was another plane above giving fuel to the one that my pastor's plane was. And the wind was making it go like this. And he said, I speak the name of Jesus over this plane. Jesus, help us. And the wind stopped and they were able to fuel up. Like I'm telling you guys, the name of Jesus is powerful. The Bible talks about the fact that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. I mean, there is nothing like the name of Jesus. And so then the next night when I went to bed after talking to my pastor, I, my husband and, and he, he hates the thought of thinking that we could have spiritual warfare in our house because our house, seriously, you guys, we have so much prayer at our house and we have meetings and we have retreats and we have worship and it's just, but it is, it's just a, a fact of life. Right. But my husband said, God, we don't understand how all this works, but if there is spiritual warfare attacking Deb, if there's some type of spiritual force attacking Deb, we plead the name of Jesus over our bedroom, over our house and over us protect us. And you know what? I haven't had another nightmare. And so last night when I went to bed, I laid down, I said, I, I speak the name of Jesus over my bedroom. I speak the name of Jesus over, uh, over my sleep. And so, yeah, that's what I said. So the name of Jesus is super duper, duper powerful. Colossians 1, 15 through 18, guys, you'll, you'll love this verse. Colossians 1, it's so good, you guys, 15 through 18. So it's talking about Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things and in all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. Isn't that amazing? So Jesus name, just speak out the name of Jesus in your home. If you're having quarreling and fighting in your home, you speak out the name of Jesus. Just walk through your home and say, I speak the name of Jesus over my home. I speak the name of Jesus over my marriage. I speak the name of Jesus over my children. Pastor, this pastor says, I plead the name of Jesus or I apply the name of Jesus, but you just say it out loud. You just say it out loud as you go through your home. Okay. So next would be, uh, of course, prayer, right, guys? Prayer moves heaven and achieves unusual results. And God sends his holy angels on your behalf. He sends his holy angels on your behalf. Did you know that your children have angels? Now listen to this beautiful, beautiful passage. Matthew 18, verse 10. It's absolutely beautiful. 
And it talks about children and it says, see that you do not look down on one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my father in heaven. That was Jesus talking. And he said, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face. Isn't that amazing? And then Psalm 34 verse seven says, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. And uh, you may have met an angel in your life. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, yes. God's armor helps us to remember our position in Christ. His children get to wear his armor. We are true royalty. Amen. Yes. Um, so, um, you might've met an angel and didn't know it. Okay. So Hebrews 13 verse two says, do not forget to entertain strangers for by doing so, some people have entertained angels without knowing it. Now I will tell you that I really feel that I, had an encounter with an angel, uh, whenever I was, before I was a Christian and, uh, I was, you know, really not following God. Obviously I was partying. And one night I was really, really, really wasted. And I was at a bar and, um, I, you know, was not a Christian and was not living wisely. Okay. And I was really, really wasted. And, uh, this guy came up and offered to drive me home. Now, can you imagine being that? That's just crazy. Number one to go, but I went and, um, I'm telling you guys, I went home, dropped me off, went to sleep. And I saw him the next day at a grocery store. And I just really felt that God sent that person. And I feel like in my spirit, it was an angel. I feel like he drove me home so I wouldn't drive and kill someone on the road or I wouldn't have killed myself on the road, right? I feel like God sent an angel to drive me home. So, you know, sometimes angels are clothed like humans. They might drive cars. You never know what they do. Uh, But the Bible says that some have entertained angels, which means they must eat, right? If they're at your house and it says some have entertained angels, you know, that means eating food. And so um, just know that sometimes you you can't tell people from angels, right? But we don't worship them. Listen to Revelation 22, 8 through 9. I love, 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 love the scripture. I just love the Bible. Don't you guys love the Bible? So Revelation 22, 8 through 9 says, I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. But he said to me, do not do it. I am a fellow servant with you and with all your brothers, the prophets and all of those who keep the words of this book. And then he said, worship God. And so even the angels say not to worship them. They say to worship God. But just know that God sends angels on your behalf. And if your home, if you are having strife, if you're having fighting, if your kids are fighting, if you and your husband are fighting, if you just feel evil in your home, you go through that home and you pray and anoint your windows with oil, anoint your door frames with oil, anoint your children's beds with oil, anoint your children with oil. That that represents the Holy Spirit. You don't have to have it, but... For some reason, God says in the book of James that you need to be anointed with oil when you're when the elders pray over you. It just says it in that passage. And so I like to use oil. You can use any oil. I like a nice fragrancy oil. And I just pray over my home. I went after I had that dream and I prayed over my home. Right, guys, I I prayed and I asked God to to protect my home from the enemy. And 
every week I pray over my grandchildren. I used to pray over my children. We would anoint our children with oil. I anoint my husband with oil when he has a headache. Guys, ask God into your life. Invite him in. Invite the Holy Spirit's power into your life. Okay, so your prayers move heaven, achieve unusual results. Number three, activate your spiritual disciplines. Um, and it's read and speak the word. Uh, let the word of God fill you up. Speak it out. You know, sometimes whenever I wake up in the morning, I'm tired and I don't feel like doing what God's called me to do that day. And so I will open my eyes and I'm really tired. And I will say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I speak out that scripture and I'm telling you guys, it helps me. It's like a power up. It's like a, like a level up, right? Like in a uh, video games or something like it's a level up. When you speak the word of God, you are activating it on your behalf. So speak it. Okay. Worship. I'm telling you guys, worship will change your life. I worship every morning. I take communion. I worship. I ask for forgiveness of my sins. I commit my life to the Lord. I ask for healing. Um, and I worship God in the morning, just even singing one song in the morning about the power of God will get your heart right. Anything by Sean Foyt, Kim Walker Smith, love those those two people. They're amazing. They're powerful. Um, I love all of their music. And just think about King Jehoshaphat when he was fighting a huge army. And what did God have him to do? He had him put the, the worshipers at the front of the army. It wasn't the swordsmen or the archers. It was the worshipers. And God fought that army on their behalf. It's in Second Chronicles. You should look it up. It's amazing. The story of King Jehoshaphat. Number five, love is a weapon. Your love is a weapon. I know that sounds crazy. What? Love's a weapon. Love is a weapon. And you might not think that love is a weapon, but it's a weapon. And when you choose to love the person who has offended you and pray for them or who has hurt you, or you choose to turn the other cheek, what does the Bible say? The Bible says it is to a man's glory to overlook an offense. It is to a man's glory to overlook an offense. And guys, it is to your glory to not be easily offended. That is a weapon, okay? Overlooking offenses is a weapon. Uh, gratitude is a weapon. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, be joyful always, pray continually in everything, give thanks. When you are busy thanking God for your blessings, you're gonna be too busy for the devil to mess with you. And he'll tell you something bad about your life or about your husband. And you'll be like, nope, I'm not listening. I'm grateful. I have a great life. Does that make sense? It's awesome. And then the very last thing I want to do is to pray for you. Thank you for listening. I think we went a little bit later today, but I just, I really wanted to empower you to know your weapons, to know your standing, to know the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you and a big God, little devil, but you have to do it God's way. You have to fight with his weapons and uh, love is a weapon. Choosing to forgive, forgives a weapon. Bitterness and unforgiveness are tools of the devil. So choose to forgive. So let me pray for you guys. And I'll pray over a prayer request too, because I think I have some here. Jesus, I pray over every person watching this video or listening on the podcast. God, we pray that you will help us to be strong in you and in your mighty power, that you will help us, Lord, to activate the weapons of our warfare, the ones that you've given to us. God, that we would not be tripped up by the devil. We would not 
get bitter and angry and resentful and ungrateful that we would not allow the devil to have a foothold in our lives or our marriages or our relationships with our children or with our parents. God, that we would do things your way. God, protect us from the enemy. God, open our eyes that we would see anything that's happening in our life where we're giving the enemy a foothold, where we are allowing him access to our life. God, if we are being ungrateful, if we are doing something we shouldn't, whatever it is, God, speak to our hearts about it. Bless every home represented here. Help them, Lord, to be stronger than they've ever been in your spirit, by your hand, uh, and increase their faith, Lord. Increase their faith. Increase all of our faith, God, and help us with any areas of unbelief where we might have. And let me pray really quick. Okay, so prayers for divine health for Terry and Corey. Uh, Okay. All right. So, Lord, I pray for divine health, healthy, healthy bodies for Terry, Lord, and for Corey, a job promotion and a new job. And, Lord, for everyone here who is struggling with sickness, Lord, we speak to that spirit of infirmity. In Jesus' name, we command you to go. You must leave them. Lord, we pray for divine health. We pray for their bodies to be in alignment with their spirit, the Holy Spirit inside of them. God, we ask for you to supernaturally inter- intervene on anyone here who needs healing, God, that when they close down the video, that they would stand up to their full stature and know that something changed and that you healed their body. God, we don't understand why you don't heal everybody, but God, we're going to keep asking you to heal us when we are sick. We are going to keep asking God. We're not going to give up. And so, Lord, we, we, we are so sad when people in our life pass on. I just, it's, I can't even It's so hard, Lord. It's so hard to live in this fallen world and it is not our home. But God, we ask you, just like you said to David, if if it had not been enough, you would have given him more. So we ask you for more healing, more blessing, uh, more increase in each of our lives in Jesus name and for a great job for Corey in Jesus name. And, uh, oh, oh, the path. Uh, thank you for that one. Yes. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. I would love for you to be here all day. <laughs> okay. So Lord, I pray for those in the path of Hurricane Ian, especially Michelle. She's on this video and Jennifer, and there's several people in Florida that I know of that are in the path of the hurricane. Lord, calm that hurricane. I asked that it would go down to a tropical storm, that it would just be a tropical storm and it, it, uh, it will not, Uh, hurt anybody, anybody's belongings or anything like that. Lord, just do a miracle and hold it back. We plead the name of Jesus over Hurricane Ian, and we pray for protection in Jesus' name. And I pray for Alexis has a bad toothache. Oh, future surgery, wisdom, wisdom, teeth and organization. Okay, Lord, I pray over uh, Alexis that you will heal her from the bad toothache, that you would protect her from infection. And God, we ask that your hand would be uh, that doctor's hand when he takes out her wisdom teeth. And I pray protection over her and help her as she's getting organized in her home. Bless her and bless Allegra, Lord, for her son, Charlie, for good attitude and protection against bad influences. And I pray that over all of the children represented here and all of our help club children, that you would guard them from bad influences. My husband and I pray every day for our help club moms and their families. And I pray over all the children of help club children, God, especially that they would be protected from bad influences, that they would choose you, that you would write your name on their hearts, set them apart for your, for, for your service and let them grow up to do great things in Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys, I love you. If you have any more prayer requests, if you're joining us on the podcast, please email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com or if you watch the recording and we will pray as a prayer team for you. Okay, love you. Thanks for joining. Don't forget to share the video or the podcast. Bye-bye.